0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Being Whole podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I am Dr. Cassandra LeClaire. And today I want to dig in and tell you a little bit about a speech I gave this past weekend. I was at an event for Speak Our Truth, which is a nonprofit organization, and I was giving some information about healing in the aftermath of trauma, and this event was for sexual assault survivors, and as most of you know, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I am a survivor of childhood sexual abuse and of sexual assault, and today, before I lose any of you thinking that I'm going to talk about really heavy stuff that's going to be upsetting, I want to let you know that the purpose of today's conversation is to share with you some of the things I shared with that audience in terms of what I think has been the most valuable in helping me heal and recover from some of my traumas. So again, I'm going to share some of my speech with you and just talk you through some of the ways that I think I have healed in a way that has really brought me greater joy in my relationships and deeper peace and understanding within myself. So one of the things that I talked about this weekend was how I believe that healing is about returning to who you already were. A lot of times when we're going through um, trauma or crisis, we're focusing so much on the event. And in the aftermath, we're also looking at the event and what it has done to us. And one of the things that I think can get lost a little bit or that we lose sight of is the fact that what has gotten us through the event is who we already were. And that space and that idea that seeing yourself as the person who has carried you through your trauma is different than just looking at the trauma itself. So really understanding that part of healing is returning to who you already were. You're not necessarily, you know, I know you hear a lot about, oh, I'm becoming the next version of myself, or I wanna be a little bit better every day, or I'm becoming a new person. And I myself have said all of these things as well, but I really want to encourage you to come to a place of understanding, or if this helps you, because I think it helps me a lot, is that, you know, that's wonderful. And I really do want to be better every day. You know, if I mess up or if I do something that I think I want to improve upon, that really is part of my personality. So when I say I want to be better the next day, that's just for me, that's something I feel. It's not because I'm bringing shame to the way I was. I did used to, but I'm no longer in that cycle. But again, really understanding then that using the ways that I want to be better as a tool to move forward is different than sitting and thinking, oh, I have to be better because I'm a terrible person or, oh, I did this and that was shameful and that's why I have to be better. So really understanding that your events, the things that have happened to you can cause a lot of different reactions and sometimes you have to unpack what's happening to you. Going back and thinking about my own personal trauma and what happened to me in childhood, unfortunately, because of the physical and psychological trauma that I was going through, I didn't really learn to understand boundaries. And this is one of the reasons why I teach so much about boundaries, because it really is a topic in an area that was incredibly difficult for me. And I found it very, found it a lot easier to dig in and to read about it and learn about it and to teach other people. Um, because I didn't have a solid understanding for myself of what that really looked like. And when I'm thinking really about some of the things that have helped me heal the most, one of the areas that did help is learning how to set boundaries, learning how to understand that my needs and my values were important and that the things that I wanted mattered. And that's something that can get lost and really misunderstood if you've had, especially um, childhood trauma, but anyone who has had trauma. And when I say trauma, you know, I'm not here to talk to you about what trauma is. There are many wonderful therapists and other mental health professionals who can dive deep into those things for you. And I do hope you'll look into those resources, but I wanna focus again on, on what happens kind of to us afterward and what are the communication practices and things that we do that have an impact on our relationships. In addition to boundaries, another area that's really helped me understand more about my own healing process is trying to reconnect my mind and my body. And this sounds very simple, but if you've ever had a trauma that's happened to your body, distancing yourself to what's going on in your body is really natural. And this might come for you. Again, for me, it started in childhood, but it was also exacerbated when I got lupus. I really didn't understand my body anymore. I didn't know how to trust what was going on because a lot of times the way I would feel wouldn't necessarily match up with what was happening to my body so you can think about different spaces for you you know a lot of times people with working out or with different other areas wherever your body you might have um, body image issues just different spaces where maybe your body is a source of stress for you or a source of trauma so it's natural that then we kind of stop listening to what our body is trying to tell us So one thing that was a challenge for me was really recognizing that I needed to reestablish that connection because I was missing a lot of cues and I was having reactions in situations that really didn't match up at all because I was refusing to kind of understand the cues that my body was giving, giving me. So. When a lot of times what would happen to me then or what kind of I had a history of doing, unfortunately, is having intense periods of emotional reactivity. And I can tell you, it's really honestly kind of hard for me to say those words without having some level of shame and sadness, because even though I've done a lot of hard work and healed from a lot of those things, I'm acutely aware of how my own emotional reactivity has shifted relationships, and honestly kept me in a state of shame and guilt. And one of the things about that state of shame and guilt that I realized is that I would continually enter in these spaces of emotional reactivity and then feel shame and guilt over my choices, maybe for how I lashed out or how I responded to somebody or didn't respond. And that felt easier to me then going and trying to uncover why I was feeling the shame in the first place. So why was I really having these periods of emotional reactivity in the first place? You know, what was there really there that I needed to uncover? And for me, I didn't have the connection that some of these issues, some of these reactions were as a result of my trauma. I didn't have an understanding that some of these spaces that I was reacting in the same way or some of these things that I was feeling in my body and the reasons I was having those reactions were because that's exactly what my body was conditioned to do. So what I really had to do to kind of work on this for myself is, again, I had to figure out how to connect those two. I had to have a deeper understanding of what was going on in my body so I could take a second and slow it down and then have a reaction that was more representative of who I was. Because otherwise, I would continue to react and then have shame over my own choices instead of understanding that there was a situation that put me here and I need to work to heal from that situation. So I can return to who I already am, who I already was. So I really had to think about what was happening inside of me. I really had to understand why it was easier for me to react in those moments instead of digging in to heal from some of the things that I knew were causing me pain. And some of that, Was just a really uncomfortable space. Whenever I would start to think about it, um, you know, about some of those shame cycles that I had been in, or start to think about some of my own emotional reactivity or the ways that I had acted, it was a lot easier to numb out. I didn't want to think about those things. It caused me a lot of pain. It caused me a lot of shame, especially, you know, here I was a relationship professor teaching about relationships and how to do this, knowing that I really was struggling to feel closeness to a lot of people. Or when I would feel closeness to them, I struggled to maintain it because it felt too intense to me in a lot of situations or not knowing again, how to set those boundaries. So I wouldn't understand that my nervous system was activated until it was too much for me. And then I would lash out because I would just need the situation to go away or change so I could calm down. So again, I would numb out instead of addressing those things, be it by online shopping, drugs, sex, alcohol, whatever it was. And then guess what would happen? I'd go back into another shame cycle. Because I would know that those behaviors aren't something that I would want to do, or I would feel like crap, or I would treat people poorly in those situations. So again, a lot of this, like coming to an understanding about my trauma and about understanding how to heal from it was really asking myself who I was in all of this and what I wanted to be going forward. Who who do I want to be? Who am I returning back to that person? So it took a lot of work it still takes a lot of work and the one reason I want to bring that up is is because we can have a lot of awareness but awareness doesn't often bring us healing awareness can bring us you know attention to our patterns it can bring us some understanding but we really also have to be willing to dig in to do the work to kind of shift and change some of these things especially when our mind and body are not connected, especially when we don't understand the ways that our emotional reactions are coming about as a result of physical situations. So, again, for me, you know, one of the biggest ways that healing from my trauma has shifted my relationships is that now I understand how I'm showing up in a new way. And I try really hard to understand the connection between my mind and my body so that when i am responding i have a deeper sense of what that's really feeling like you know am i responding because i feel anxious inside am i you know where where is this feeling coming up for me and you know some of you might be asking okay well that's really great like but yeah how do you do that so First of all, it's starting with your breath. I mean, that sounds really basic and you've heard it all before, right? But whenever I'm in a situation where maybe I feel agitated or activated, triggered, whatever you want to call it, or even if I'm in conflict with somebody, I have to remind myself to breathe. My body's basic instinct is to take shorter, shallower breaths. My heart rate starts to rise and inside I feel panicky. So much so that I'm going to go to that first response that I initially feel that immediate reaction so that I can get this feeling out of my body. Now, the problem with that is that when I take a breath and calm my body down, it's easier for my brain to see that maybe that immediate gut reaction is based out of fear. It is based out of anger. It's based out of something inside of my body trying to protect me. Taking that breath allows me to slow my body down a second and really ask, okay, do I need to be protected in this moment? And a lot of times the answer is no. My body is simply going back to a reaction that it's used to. My brain is going back to a response that it's comfortable with. So taking that breath is waking myself up and reminding me that I am in control over my reaction in that given moment. So that is one of the biggest things for me if You know, sometimes it takes more than that. Sometimes it takes more than one breath. Sometimes it takes really moving through things. Sometimes it really takes going in and reflecting about different situations. I absolutely still journal. I do a lot of physical movement be in terms of whether it's working out or yoga or dancing it out randomly just to kind of shake my body. Because again, feeling these physical sensations and really moving through them is something that helps me. I had to really think about the different ways that this was impacting me and be willing to do some of this work, even when it was uncomfortable. I had to look at my relationships and see kind of what themes and patterns I was creating. And it, again, for those of you who are maybe experiencing some aspects of emotional reactivity, or maybe if you're in relationships with other people who have a higher level of emotional reactivity, You know, really something to understand is where is that connection for you or where is that connection for them and are there ways that you can kind of merge what you're feeling internally with what you want to say externally and. Again, I, I struggle sometimes because I see this happening after I've understood it for myself, I see the ways this happens for other people. And so it's also kind of this fine line, this delicate balance of learning how to be able to accept other people for how they're showing up and the ways that they're healing and working on things while still holding them accountable for their behavior. And I know that in my own relationships that that's been really difficult when people have held me accountable. It's not, it doesn't feel good to have somebody tell you that you're being emotionally reactive. It doesn't feel good to have somebody set a boundary on you when maybe you've been a little too much for them, you know, or whatever it is. And so also really being able to take a few steps back from all of this and not take things personally as you're looking at your own healing journey or as maybe other people are giving you feedback on what that has looked like or what that means to be in a relationship with them. Because one of the biggest things for me, again, and why this is so important for me to talk to you about this today and why I teach what I teach is because... Doing this work and healing has allowed me to have the deepest and most connected relationships that I've ever had in my entire life. And that truly has started because I have allowed myself to be more open and vulnerable in relationships. And the only way that I am able to do that is because I really understand how my emotions are showing up for me. I'm able to really, again, calm myself, set some boundaries, speak from a place of intention, and be happy with how I'm showing up. And I'm very fortunate that then I've had people who've kind of evolved with me throughout this process. But I also want to let you know, I had a lot of people that didn't evolve with me throughout this process for a variety of reasons. And some of that was because of my previous reactions. I haven't always had the best track record with how I've shown up in friendships. Some of the some of the relationships I've lost have also been due to me finally learning to set boundaries Mm -hmm. and no longer accepting Mm -hmm. behavior that was maybe previously something that I allowed. So thinking about all of the ways that my trauma has impacted my relationships, I can't even begin to get into them all here. But again, what I really try to focus on when I'm doing this work every day is not about my trauma, but about what I can do about it. what what is it about me? How can I show up every day? How can I act in a way that's representative, not of who I am in the aftermath of my trauma, but as a result of who I already was from the very beginning? So again, thinking about things that could help you, you know, meditation is big for me, breathing, journaling, just again, continued reflection. And I'm not saying that you have to dig into every single feeling at every single time, because as we all know, there is a time and a place for us to be able to kind of move move through some big emotions and to really focus on, on healing different aspects. And sometimes when you're activated or triggers come up, it is understanding that's okay in that moment to calm your body down and then address those things at another time you know so also remembering and realizing that when your body is activated it's because it's trying to protect you so thanking your body and your mind for being there for you and reminding it that you're safe in that moment so thank you again for just being here and really understanding you know what it is that I'm trying to do. I wanna help you with your relationships. I wanna help you understand how you're showing up. I wanna take some of the principles that I've taught to all of my college students for years and I want to apply them in new ways and hopefully show you how you can deepen your connection with yourself, but then also use your authentic voice to have better connections and relationships with other people. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.